everyone, happy Monday. I hope you had a mindful weekend and a mindful week. Another mindful week is uh, ahead of us. Um, you know, hopefully with uh, at least maybe, you know, a regular practice every day, maybe, you know, one minute where you can stop or even more minutes where you can enjoy and looking inside uh, or experiencing uh, and enjoying the, the moment. So that is also um, one many moment, one or many moments that are ahead of us in this podcast episode. We will go to Ireland uh, to meet Paul, that is our guest today. But before that, uh, maybe Pat, do you have any any particular news or anything to to share with our listeners? Thanks, Lele. As always, grateful to be here. Grateful to our listeners. Grateful to the community. One thing that I wanted to share that's it's been kind of a theme of my practice sessions this this past week is we often when we're practicing a body scan or breathing or, or kind of any any practice and we're training our attention we often notice when our mind wanders and we quickly bring our attention back my suggestion my requests and perhaps my challenge to everyone this week is when you do practice before you just jump quickly back with the attention to the breath or the body or whatever you're focused on, see if you could spend a few moments acknowledging, noticing, seeing whatever pulled your attention, whether it's a thought or a physical distraction, and seeing if you could learn more about that, if you can be more kind, more gentle, more curious. Our brain is designed to think. Our minds wander. There's nothing wrong with that. And often we lose a lot of wisdom by quickly bringing our attention back. So, if you can, see if you could spend a little time with the distractions, with the so-called things that we don't want to focus on. Thanks so much. And I think it's now over to Paul. Yes, Pat. Paul Ellis is here with us, um, directly from, uh, from Ireland. Right, uh, that is, you know, one of the practice leaders who manages organizing a lot of events in um, in that part of the world. So we wanted to know more about you, Paul, and also about what is happening in the uh, you know Irish practice group. So let's start from you. Welcome to our podcast, and thank you for being here. Thank you. Uh, good morning, and thank you for inviting me to this podcast. I've been listening to our other ones, and they, I feel quite humbled just to be part of this. Um, so yeah, we've been kind of on a longer journey than maybe some people suspect in Ireland. I was just going back through a timeline and um, you probably know quite well Patrick Schaefer. Back in 2017, Patrick approached you and Steve Ware because he wanted to bring in mindfulness to the Ireland um, IBM. Yes, um, yes. And from that, we worked with Steve and looking in March 2018, we did a whole week of events on mindfulness. Um, Unfortunately, the snow arrived. Hardly anyone turned up on the campus and it didn't go too well. <laughs> <laughs> well, the events went fine, but we didn't get that many people. Um, and then people left and it, it kind of... So it wasn't then until uh, 2019 that we were, um, our VP had created a mindfulness room. Um, and in October 2019, we moved in there and it really became version two, but how it started to grow. You know, we had one mindfulness teacher, Teresa Snyder, um, and she was able to give up her time for this room, and then she'd go to a different IBM campus. And I, you know, our following grew from there. 
and we're always in contact with you guys at the mindfulness at IBM as kind of our North star to help us, you know, just help us along the way, um, learn from you and use your resources to, for the wider group. Um, and just before COVID kicked in and not at all anything to do with it, we, we hadn't envisaged it. Our VP had basically said one mindfulness practice leader is great, but we need more. Um, I kind of points out you don't just create mindfulness practice leaders. This is like a two-year course if you go out and do it. So again, ideating with you and Steve, we try to work out what would be the ideal. Um, and we brought in um, Spectrum Health, a local provider here, to create this two-day course based on Oxford's, Oxford's Finding Peace in the Frantic World, so it would have consistency. Um, and we ended up with 20 practice leaders. And that gave us the possibility to run three sessions a day. And funny enough, almost a year to the day, on June the 2nd last year, 2020, we started with our schedule of three a day, and pretty much every working day since, we have been keeping to that schedule. Um, nice. Which is certainly more than I ever expected or hoped when we started. It was very much kind of... Amazing success, success story. Yeah. So there is every, every day a bit of mindfulness. Three times well, a day there's a bit of mindfulness. Times. Yeah, absolutely. Three times a day. Live. <laughs> yeah. uh, and it... it it was live in the office and now it's it's live virtual are you going back to the office setting as well um when we do go back to the office um we're, i'm not sure anyone quite knows how that'll be right now um we don't think it'll be everyone on campus every day right. um but we, yeah we'll probably work that out when we get there i mean we've had uh, we've lost about a third of our original people they've left ibm at this point so we probably couldn't maintain that number of sessions um, and funny enough, Marta Haynes has just joined us from the US. She's taken up one of our empty slots. So as we become more international, it becomes slightly harder to go back face to face. But mm. you know, we'll probably do a combination. We maybe we'll do a couple face to face and then continue the ones mm -hmm. virtual. So, so, so what about you? You explained the you know the great work that you and, and the others have been doing, and, and how you've been part of that journey. And in my opinion instrumental if not leading that uh, but how did you get into the space of of mindfulness personally um well I, well I had a bit of a false start back in i think it was 2010 when after racing through traffic someone asked me to hold a raisin and look at it and feel a raisin and i just thought they were bonkers <laughs> actually i was thinking about it this morning i actually felt intimidated i was in a university setting surrounded by you know people on a doctorate and i think i just felt embarrassed i didn't quite understand what they were getting at so um, as my own personal demons kind of kept coming back to me, I needed to find balance. Or I needed to find something. And um, mindfulness kept coming back to, to me. So I think in 2016 with Vicky Flaherty, she organized a course. Oh, she organized some sessions. And I attended those. And then you guys in IBM, mindfulness at IBM, I tried to kind of follow along with what you were doing. And then with Patrick from 2017, and it just grew from there. Um, and I think last year, if there's ever an opportunity to have too much mindfulness, it was last year when I was trying to complete the uh, Finding Peace course. And then we started the uh, Search Inside Yourself course, and I'm still battling through full catastrophe living. <laughs> I, I actually stopped meditating for a couple of weeks after that. I just had a, <laughs> an overload. I don't say enough. But, um, but no, it was just that. It was a, it was a slow uh, journey. I went off a few times and then find my way back and then it kind of got stronger and stronger. And now by running my one session a week and filling in for others, it's, um, 
it's a, it's, it's more about getting also for me about getting away from the sitting practice and trying to bring it in to everything. That was really my goal this year. When I'm washing the dishes, wash the dishes. When I'm drinking the coffee, drink the coffee. You know, just to get it to that um, Victor Frankl's that moment. I wanted to capture to, to identify the stimulus to be in that moment to make those decisions because that to me was what I was really after. Right? I was. Kind of pause. I feel I've spoken a lot very quickly. <laughs> no, but, but what is um, uh, for you then? Because well, we ask this question and we get always a different answer, right, from from our guests. But you know, after you start, you, you practice, you you know it, you share it with others. Uh, what it means for you um, to you know take your moment every day uh, and share it, and also share it with yourself, right, and and do this practice, right? How how what it changing? What is it? changing in you, uh, why you think it's worth the time you spend? Uh, okay, there's quite a few questions, uh, let me break them down. So, what's in it for me? I mean, as it kind of did start out of necessity. I, you know, I, I'm a very anxious person and I needed something to control that. But I think when you get into mindfulness, you make, and many people's journeys seem to start off through, not necessarily a trauma, but through an experience. One of the things I learned about working with you last year, uh, Lele, was that didn't seem to be your past. You, you, you saw the benefits of these things and you saw it in a very different way. And that is very much now where I try and take that. So what's it done for me? Yeah, sure. I have these moments every day where like, if I wake up at three in the morning, I can probably put myself back to sleep by you know, controlling or trying to control the mind better by just bringing it back to calm and allowing it to go. And when I'm in a stressful, say maybe a stressful call, now I can notice my reactions in my body and I can take those breaths and everything else. So there's immediate benefits to that. But when you start realizing how you can share that with, well, my son practices mindfulness. You know, he loves it. He, he basically will turn around and say, let's practice it now. And if he sees me getting stressed, he'll maybe mock me and say, Mr. IBM, mindfulness, you need to calm down. But it's just that, it's that general awareness of people around you who see the difference in you and how you benefit, as well as how then they will be more willing to try it themselves. So, so, so this year, uh, as you mentioned, it's, it's more to, to look at it from a different angle and how you said how to start in, integrating it so it's, every moment can be an opportunity to practice being with the dishes, being with the person, staying present. So to build on what, what Lily was saying, what is, what is mindfulness to you? How would you describe it? How would you attempt to put it into words? Probably very poorly, but it's the base. You know, if you, I, I listened to your talk with Rashid Palmer as number one. And I think, you know, if you use it as the base, the self-awareness comes before you can get to your emotional intelligence. It comes before you can start to really build on it and not say grow but and i i have a terrible um self-awareness or had a terrible self-awareness so it's just putting that out um but it, it, it is that it's, it's i want to achieve those other things but if you don't start with your foundation then it doesn't happen you can't do your active listening and be present in the moment without practicing the how to be so assuming that um um you know there is someone listening uh, from you know from Ireland or from that you know, it's uh, um, curious right to maybe join one of the three practices a day and so on right so um, uh, what, what is in for, for them right to 
give a motivation to spend some time. Uh, and uh, so maybe you know you have a uh, uh, thirty seconds for a promotional message of, uh, <laughs> of the sessions. Yes, well, um, I'm not in marketing. You're about to realize why. Um, so I don't think you would generally start at a uh, meditation session going on for half an hour. I think, you know, you may want to start with a 101 and definitely, you know, contact any of the team and we can do that initial introduction. You know, but if you are curious and you want to come along and just observe, you know, whatever's comfortable for you, then do come along. You'll find through the focus, attention, breathing, you'll at least end up calm. If you do join us and put your hand over your heart, you'll at least release some oxytocin. But the chances are not only will you come out of that session karma because you just spent that time but you will start this mindfulness at the end of the day is the awareness that grows through practice you'll start that self-awareness journey and maybe like me you'll take a few deviations and you'll, you'll fall off the path a few times but you know you will make that start um you probably had much better sales pitches no oh, i i was sold i was like okay <laughs> i'm buying where do Let's i start <laughs> <laughs> Lots of different things that, that, that I could go uh, down now with, with, with questions. Um, and I, I really like how you said, uh, if, if you're interested, it might not be the best to just jump in for a 30-minute practice and instead have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Uh, if, if you can elaborate a little bit on what are some things to, to think about when in, embarking on a mindfulness journey, or what, what should I bring to mind before I go to a session or even contact someone to, to speak about this? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I'm going to go back to what inspired me. So I think when I first, um, I had been curious, let, don't get me wrong, but I listened to Steve Ware and Steve Ware always used to say that, you know, it, it was secular and that I'm not trying to make you believe anything when you're doing a practice, you're not trying to strive for anything. But with all of that being true, you still know that you want to probably either generate or start creating that self-awareness or you want to start with a growth mindset or with, that sounds a bit corporate, but um, with beginner's mind, certainly just trying to explore something and that something is you, you know, it, it, ultimately it is this, that which will bring you, what does um, Carl Jung say? Um, he who looks inside awakens or something along those lines. I think it's that. It's, 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 I didn't get it until many years after I first saw that quote, what, what they really meant. And I think that is that mindfulness journey. Yeah. And I, I don't know about you lately. I'm curious. Uh, I, I remember all these, you know, those, those, those one-liners, those quotes, those, that really deep stuff as, as a teenager, I'm like, yeah, I don't get it. And it's, it's only now that it's like, wow, <laughs> the answer to life is in that sentence. Uh, Lele, your thoughts? Like you want a quote from me about uh, <laughs> <laughs> the real, no, I, I, you know, it's the, uh, of course, it's hard to believe um, about something, right? If you um, first have a totally different point of view, right? And that's what I experienced with many, right? That, uh, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's mostly the point of view where you see something, right? So if you say like, you know, mindfulness is a waste of time or just, I don't know what, why should I do it, or there is not connection, or yeah, obviously, but I'm already okay, right, and uh, and all the rest. 
Um, so you really still need to be like that teenager that at some points grows up and wants to open, to be open, right? Uh, and probably if you're not okay to start a journey with mindfulness, probably you're also not okay to start a journey with anything else new around you, right? Until you're really smashing your face against it uh, and you uh, maybe get uh, totally involved through, uh, you know, some other other ways than your uh, idea and volition. Uh, but from the other side, I would say the, the best thing we can do, and that's why also this podcast perhaps, is... Um, you know, trusting the people we we know. Right? So, you know, whoever knows Paul uh, knows that it's not somebody just trying to sell you something without any purpose behind, right? And who know, whoever knows you, Pat, is the same, right? So, uh, we can be the advocate, right? To say, like, I tried it. Nobody asked me to do it. I'm not getting money doing it. Uh, there is not a corporate that tells me I should do it, right? Corporate is obviously not even caring about it generally to say like, you know, we are just a grassroots community. We decide to do it because we feel there is a value. And by doing it more regularly, and this is the hard part, you will get a value out of it, right? Uh, if you want, give it a try, but don't try only today. Try it for a period of time. Uh, then, then you will see. If you want to it, Paul is having so many sessions every day. You can join and and you know learn with the uh, experienced IBMers that are uh, that have been doing it for several years now. So, Paul, yes, maybe some 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 uh, a remark if if there is uh, to, to to what we were saying, and then if you can, you know, we're we're starting out the week. Could you lead us in a little practice? So, do you want the remark first? It's it's up to you how you want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, I was listening back to your podcast, and I must admit, the um, which session to bring it's appropriate for a podcast is always a bit of a challenge. But I was listening this morning. I thought a one minute meditation is difficult, and I went back to my course. I went back to defining peace in the frantic world, and number eight is the three minute. Book. Um, meditation and I think it's perfect I think it's like stop you know the way you are going to stop initially and you're going to observe your thoughts well take a breath and then observe your thoughts and then pause and then proceed but the three minute allows you that first part where you're just going to stop you're going to see what's going to start focusing on your breath as Mark Williams would say what's the weather report today what's going on in your mind is it racing from the last meeting are you worried about something you know, how's your body feel? Are you feeling tired? Does it feel? And again, you don't need to look for pain. Just how is your body feeling? What sensations are there? And then step two is to focus attention breathing. Just bring your attention to your breath. And every time your mind goes away, you gently guide it back. You thank the mind for doing exactly what you trained it to do. And then there's always this next breath. And then finally, on the third stage, once you've brought that attention back, just do that body scan. Just feel, um, you know, is your tongue in the top of your mouth? I heard Veronique say that's a sign of stress. You know, is how do you can do a body scan in one minute? You can do it in, in forty-five minutes, but just go through. See, like imagine that laser beam going from your toes all the way up to your ankles, and then as you come to the end, just take one last deep breath, exhale all that doesn't serve you, and carry on. 
And I use this. I use this in meetings where maybe I'm challenged and I get thrown or I, I do it when there's a situation where I'm, a stimulus comes in which knocks me off kilter and I can use it also with the grounding. With the feet, you can do that last part of the body scan. You can just stay on the feet for the minute and then move on. Did you actually want me to do it rather than talk it through? I, I was uh, thinking this is like an introduction and we're about to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, if you don't want to do it, I'm, you know, Lily or I could lead it, but I'd, I'd love to, you know, take, to do it. take the next few minutes yeah, and do it. Yeah, my apologies. Okay. Um, now you get all the instructions. Now let's do the practice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So generally, um, if you're in a position where you're comfortable and alert, um, if you're seated and it's comfortable for you to do so, then just, just soften your shoulders right now with a straight back and just start to check in. Just take some deep breaths. Pause for a second and breathe out. And as you're doing this, just see what thoughts are going through your head. We're not judging them, we're just seeing what's there. Three inhale for the second time. And pause. And breathe out. And on the third breath, we'll just try and elongate this slightly as we breathe in. And pause. And now breathe out. As you get to the end, just breathe out a little bit further. As we move on to the second stage, we'll just focus now on our breath, all those thoughts that we had, just note them, park them, and just bring your attention to your breath. Noticing that there's always the next breath when your attention goes. Remembering that when your mind wanders, just thank the mind for doing what it's been trained to do and bring your full attention to the next in-breath. I mean, there's no right or wrong way to breathe. It's just your breath. This is how it is today. Not judging. Just noticing. And then we move on to the final phase. We move on to our body now, just to see how it is today. Again, without judgment, we're just acknowledging what's there. You can do this at any time. We'll go through a body scan. So just start with your left toe, bringing your full attention to your toes, noticing sensations and feelings as you start to move up with your ankles, your knees. Again, we're not just detecting pain, we're just noticing what's there for us today. Moving your knees to your hips, Up to your trunk. If you've been sitting there for a while, maybe you're 
making micro adjustments in your back. Oh, it's reaching your shoulders and your neck. So this is any tension. And this isn't judgment. Put your jaw. And really notice that next breath and bring your full attention to your nose. Into your head. As you bring this three minute meditation to a close, just take one last deep breath. Set an intention for how we want to take this forward now as we exhale. Welcome back. I think I was a little bit under three minutes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hold on, I'm still exhaling. Uh. <laughs> it's slow. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, it, it's over three minutes, but you know, the. Was it? Uh, I think the the good part of it is that when you start, right, um, you you start enjoying a bit the peace, the pause, right? Mm. Even if you are super in a super hectic and stressful moment, that pause is effectively something you it's it's yummy, it's joyful, it's nice. So it doesn't matter if it's a little bit longer than than the minute, right? You might start okay, let me do just one minute. But then when that timer rings, ah, oh, let me stay here another minute, right? Uh, so it's just um, how it is, and it's nice. Thank you so much for, uh, for the practice. For... Thank, Thank, you, Paul. Thank you, Paul, for being here, for the practice, for everything that you're doing and have done. Any final words to the listeners? No, just to say thank you to the, you, know, you guys at Mindfulness at IBM and what you're doing each week with these podcasts. You've had some amazing guests. Um, and you're just spreading the word. It's, it's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. And actually, we called as well two people today, like yeah. Steve and Marta, that hopefully will, will come into as guests. Right? We send the invitation through the virtual board. <laughs> hopefully, we'll have a conversation also with them. So that also our listeners that are not aware of these people you mentioned will actually be aware in the next episode. So stay with us. We will discover who Paul was talking about. Um, thank yes. you for listening. Have a lovely, mindful week. And uh, see you in the next uh, episode next Sunday. Bye-bye. Thank you.